This is a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. All right, right now I'm joined by Alice and Lena from La Luz. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good evening. Yes. How are we? Yeah. I mean, it, it's weird for all of us. I mean, obviously, I'm here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. It's uh, it's 11 a.m. Uh, one of you's in Florida, and the other one's in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're all yeah. over the place. All different parts of the world. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Right. Self-titled uh, fourth record is out now. Um, when and how was this record born? Um, does the band work from an organized starting point, or do you just, you know, come up with little bits here and there, all, all three of you, uh, until you get enough to to a point and say, "Hey, let's let's make a record." Well, I know Shana was working on some of these songs while we were like touring the previous record. So, I mean, I think as soon as the last record was. recorded and released she was working on new material and so thus began the slow birth of it Um, Mm -hmm. but then from there um, demoing and writing the the rest of it the songs that after Shana brings like sort of a skeleton uh, version of the song that happened over a couple sessions of writing We we did one session together where we all got together for like a week and wrote and then the other half of the songs we did remotely because COVID happened so it was a slow birth but um, yeah once we had a batch of like I think 12 songs where we said let's make a record mm-hmm. when you and we, to- can, we give ourselves deadlines too so yeah, yeah. When you when you get together, whose house do you choose? Like, oh, let's let's go to because you're all in three different parts of the nation. So do you go? Oh, mm-hmm. hey, let's go. Let's go check out Alice's place this time. <laughs> well, I know I'm always I'm always like come to my house. It's in sunny Los Angeles. No, yeah, come yeah, to yeah. my house. I have a recording studio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Record. Did we talk about doing demos at your place? I think I think it was just tricky because Shana had just had a kid and. Yeah. Um, Uh, you know they have a a space for music in their house as well um so you know she ozzy her kid was was pretty young at that point so it was a little difficult to have you know that would be like a whole family coming to florida as well yeah that's right that's true (laughs) that's true and 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 there's no place like writing than down the end of a dirt road in the middle of nowhere right yeah it's great it's not (laughs) distracting it's it's lovely (laughs) Yeah. yeah um Right, so you do live apart from one another, as we, we've said. Um, but the sound of the recording sounds almost like you've never been closer. Um, I mean, how does it work? Um, you, you like that? I mean, you're you're all apart, but you, you sound so close. And is that, is that why you decided to call the record what you called it, La Luz, self-titled the the album? I think that's part of it. I think that. Um part of our closeness just comes from being a band for so long Mm. and knowing each other in the most intimate ways just by sharing you know basically married and have a small business together and um we have gotten to the point where we can live in totally different places and we can still we're still communicating every single day so we're all very much a part of each other's lives um and yeah, I guess in in the sound or in the the um, the titling of the record, it also just felt like a defining 
moment for us to be like, we've really come into our sound and we know, we feel confident about what we've made, about who we are and what we're going to make and the whole presentation of it. Nice. Um, there's a lot of natural sounds on, on the record, um, you know, whether they're organic or inorganic, um, you know, from, from bugs and what sounded to me like birds chirping um, to just musicianship invoking kind of landscape and feeling of environment like a warm summer's day. Um, so there's a lot of naturalism on the record. Was was the record inspired by, by nature in any way? I think... I- I think definitely it was Shana spends a lot of time. Her house is quite literally in the country. Mm. Um, So she does spend a lot of time outside and, and with not a lot of people around. Um, But yeah, I guess um, in terms of the arrangement and instrumentation, I'm, I don't think I was aware of any intentional uh, natural bug sounds or or birds chirping or any of that i think that just kind of um organically in its own way happened yeah 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 mm-hmm. um alice uh in the pines um tell me about that that whirling well it's a kind of sound um you know that to me, yeah to me that's that's fucking pure surf you know, you, huh. it kind of reminded me of a couple of Mummies tracks or, or something else. Or if you've heard of this band in New Zealand called King Loser. Um, yeah, I, I really love that work, your work on, on that, that song. Thank you. Thank you. That song, we were just talking about that yesterday. We did a little Instagram live thing. Um, <clears throat> I I really like that part two and the way the organ itself like really made the the part come alive yeah i'd never played on an organ like that before and it was i think we were debating which one to use and then adrian was like maybe maybe we try the the cdx the combo organ so we pulled it out and then i just played around with the tremolo on it and it was it's kind of perfect because it it um just it translates that sort of chaotic feel that the song is supposed to have i think yeah so yeah it just worked really well yeah Um, it did work really well it's my favorite song on the record uh it's great um now it's it's a classic um the lose album in a lot of ways but just uh, i guess like floating features you expanded your musical palette um and and i'm guessing uh, in, in a few ways on this record that has a lot to do with the production of the record and no doubt uh, a bit to do with the producer Adrian Young um, who you're more likely to see producing Ghostface Killer or um, with this awesome project that he does with Ali Shaheed Muhammad from A Tribe Called Quest um, who I love and I love his work with, with um, Ali Shaheed um, you know there's sitar in there there's a lot of synth uh, and there's also a lot of space on some of the tracks, on the slower tracks, which is employed in a way like it's almost like another instrument. Um, so, you know, how was his, what, what did he bring to the record and how did he influence it? Um, that space is definitely intentional. Um, I think when we were all getting excited about the idea of working with Adrian, uh, we did notice that there is a lot of space in his mm. In his work um and really happy that we were able to utilize that <laughs> to our advantage mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, is it, and like, I think it's, I hope it's pronounced Yabba Rot. rot. Um, there's that shifting from left to right and then back again. And then, and I love how he's employed that. It's, it's he's sudden, and that, that's a technique that's been used in hip hop for a long time as well. So I see there's a lot of influence from, from what he's done in the past. But I mean, if people know him, it's, it, he's not just a hip hop producer. Um, this um, work with jazz and stuff uh, he employs those techniques as well so he seems to have brought a lot to the record um, um, there's a, now there's a little bit of a connection to my homeland Aotearoa New Zealand on this record and it's a two degrees of separation type thing uh, but I want to mention it because it's New Zealand uh, you've got Riley Gear drumming on the, the record and of course um, he used to drum for UMO Unknown mm-hmm. Motor, Motor Orchestra, uh, which is a project of Ruben Nielsen, and Ruben Nielsen is a New Zealander. Um, so, how did um, how did he come to drum on the record? Um, I have known Riley for probably like ten years now, or something. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, he was living in Portland, Oregon, and yeah. at the time we were a Seattle band, and one of my other projects played a, a New Year's show with a band that he was playing drums in at the time. And I guess we all just really bonded and kept in touch and via Instagram. And Laluz had run into UMO on a couple of tours and some festivals here and there and some random places. We were able to connect in various parts of the world, which is always um, really bonding, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see someone somewhere completely different um, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've always just kept in touch, and he's a really incredible—not just drummer, but just musician and songwriter and engineer. He is. I gotta say, I'm in his studio right now. Oh, really? <laughs> right there. Yeah, he's on tour, and so he's so sweet. Oh. He was like, "You want to babysit the studio? You can come in whenever you want." So, oh wow, nice. He came here today to mess around. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got in an argument with him once about uh, <laughs> Rihanna. Uh, anyway, no. we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was quite funny, and I still talk about it quite a lot. Um, other than distance and COVID, uh, which are two great challenges, what, what were there any other challenges in making this record? Hmm. I mean, probably. And this is connected to distance. Well, no, it was like, I guess this isn't totally distance. We didn't have a drummer. And yeah. so we, when we first got together, like I mentioned, we did about half the songs in person together. And we were just throwing around drum ideas and Lena would, would track them. But then, um, and, but then later when we were working on the other half of the songs remotely, you know, Lena was trying to write her bass parts without any drum tracks. So, so I mean, that was, yeah, that was the that whole was the- remote, like demoing together was challenging, but I'm glad we learned through that because like we, we live apart anyway. So yeah. it's something yeah. we should be good at. Yeah. It, that was really hard to try and write bass parts without a, a, another extremely rhythmic element going on to kind of <laughs> yeah. the song. So yeah. yeah. And cause yeah, Riley was so crucial on recording. So 
I don't know. That was definitely a challenge, not having a drummer. It was yeah. so nice when we finally got to play with him in person. I was like, oh, thank fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> like, here, yeah. Like, rhythm section together, and then hear the songs in completion. Yeah. I was like, thank God there's a connection. I can connect the dots here. <laughs> um, with, with the emailing backwards and forwards for this record, how much did the record change when you finally got together? From, yeah. Hmm. I think when, actually, I would like to. I've been meaning to go back and listen to these demos um, since we've been, you know, at release time. Everyone's been sharing their their memories and their or their song, their new favorites and things like that. But um, I think we we were able to stay pretty true to like the core of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like soundscape. And obviously, when you walk into someone's studio, there's a bunch of toys that you you can't predict or expect. So those layers really add a lot to it. But I think at its core, the songs the songs are pretty much the same as the demos. I don't know. What do you think, Alice? Yeah, yeah I think so. Part parts. I, I do think though the drums and rhythm just really set the feel of songs I remember when we were trying to decide who to record with we had reached out to a couple other people and they had they had sent remotely some ideas for these songs and it was just like the different ways these people had played with the with the demos really changed the feel of the song so I think that would be another big thing listening back to the demos with such different drum parts yeah yeah it's interesting um yeah I love how you mentioned going into a studio and playing with with all the toys because I remember the the original ethos of the band was you know the the four parts and, and nothing else minimal pedaling work even um, mm. and and I love the way that the band is and, and like and like all good bands should evolve um, and that doesn't mean that the the ethos behind the music or even in a lot of ways the music has to change much but. This record and the previous record, you did start to expand on things and production techniques and uh, the use of um, different instruments and, and, and synthesizers or, or whatever. Um, so, I mean, to move away from, from that original idea of what you wanted the band to be um, and to to move through your career and to get to this part must have been quite exciting and, and challenging and and. and and I guess brave to to move into something new. Do you feel that way? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I think we all want to keep growing as musicians, and that just means new challenges and continuing mm. to challenge ourselves. So I think that was one of the kind of thrilling things about working with Adrian is the challenges that he he pushed us um, in in a friendly way. It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> but he did push us and challenge us, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I think that comes across in the music. Totally, yeah. totally. For being a for being self taught, he's really a musician's musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, he's a jazz musician. I think most jazz musicians yeah. are <laughs> yeah. certainly totally. that way. Um, now you're playing live again. You've played uh, a few shows. I don't know how many you've played now. Um, 
us here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, we're back in lockdown. <laughs> Yay! Oh dang! How many is that now? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is our just our second. Our second. Okay. And in it's only it's full lockdown in the biggest city up in Auckland. Um, which you know you've played um, and for the rest of the country we're in what's called level two so we're allowed um, gatherings of a hundred people and no more so there are some shows happening some small shows and things like that um, but anyway you're playing again um, so that's exciting for one thing but how do you play this record um, you know can you play all the songs have you worked out how to do that can we play all the songs? <laughs> well, no, I mean in terms of... No, you know, no, I, I laugh because the answer is no. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, we can, yes, but we... It's not like, impossible. It's not impossible. No, yeah. I mean, there's a couple songs. I think we're planning uh, to play most of the new record, um, but there's, there's a couple songs that are... The, the rhythm guitar is an acoustic guitar, and... I don't think we really want to travel with a, a second guitar or especially a delicate acoustic one at this point. Um, so right now we're, we're probably not going to perform those, but um, yeah, I think that we're able to, even with our four piece band, we're still able to pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubt. I have all faith. I have all faith. <laughs> So you have a West Coast tour coming up, um, which will be really exciting. Um, and then hopefully um, you'll be able to go overseas and maybe come and see us here in Aotearoa, New Zealand again. It's been a while. We'd love to. Oh, we'd love to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Um, yeah. yeah, well, um, I, just, I love the record. It's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, and so th- thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us this morning. My pleasure. Um you're more than welcome. Um, I don't know what time it is over there. Maybe one of you has to go to bed now. The other one's in the middle of the day. Uh, <laughs> probably have to eat dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm about to go have my breakfast. So, um, thank you so much. And for I just me. finished lunch. So <laughs> <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. Um, but um, thank you oh so much uh, for joining me this morning. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. As I said before, I really love the record, and I, I can't wait to play it out for everybody here uh, in little old Dunedin, Otipoti, uh, New Zealand. Um, have yourselves a wonderful um, day, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again. Yeah. Thanks, like Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.